You are listening to Weekend Perspective, and I'm Terry Barr. And in the studio with me this morning from Luke's Closet, Kim Nickel and Susan Schweitzer. Kim and Susan are both volunteers with this wonderful organization, and I am grateful to have them here because we're going to learn a whole lot more about it this morning. Thanks, ladies. Thank you for having us. Thank you. If one of you had to describe Luke's Closet, someone that has never heard about the organization, how would you best describe what you're doing with Luke's Closet? Um, That's a great question, Terry. Luke's Closet is a ministry that provides clothes to children in foster or kinship care. And kinship care is most typically when a grandma is taking care of a child. Um, They may not be part of the official foster care system, but they're loving on those kiddos and taking care of them. And so by providing clothes to the families, we give them hopefully less stress and more love for them to to share with the kiddos. Yeah, yeah. How are you finding this making a difference? I I, I know you are a fairly new organization, but it sounds like you've already had some successes too. We are new. We're only a year and a half old, um, and we've already given clothes to children 450 times um, in our short time span. Um, and the, the one-on-one experiences with the children and the families um, bring tears to my eyes every time I think of it. Grandmas that give you the biggest hugs, the biggest loves, and kiddos who just shriek with joy oh. like Christmas morning when they find their clothes. It really is an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. Well, Susan, I guess I want to ask you, knowing that um, you are a foster parent, and a volunteer. So you kind of see this organization from two different sides, it sounds like. Tell I, us about it. I do. Um, foster kids and kinship kids are really near and dear to my heart. And we've had kiddos in our home and have walked along other side, other foster families, and the kids come with nothing. Um, oftentimes with just the clothes on their back. And um, it's a really hard time for them. They're very sad. It's hard leaving their family. And um, as a foster parent, um, it's also hard. You cannot possibly have every piece of clothing these kiddos need. You don't always know the ages that they're coming in um, into your home. So having them to be able to choose their own clothes, pick their own style, and, and just fit in with everyone else, that's all they want. They just want to fit in and have a few things of their own. And, um, you know, we've had kids come in with a pair of shorts, um, no jacket and a t-shirt and it's oh. cold in the springtime yeah. and that's all they had and so it's a very um, tragic and difficult situation for the kiddos and for the foster families and then you know Kim talked about the kinship families so it's grandmas and aunt and uncles and other folks that are considered close to these kids mm-hmm. and they open their doors and oftentimes they're living on um, a financial margin as well And so to take in, like Kim said, five kids, three kids, and to start with nothing with these kiddos, um, we all know what it takes to build a wardrobe to clothe these kids, how much they grow, how many things they need, um, socks and underwear and shoes and jackets. And um, so the need is great. How did this begin? Why? Obviously, we can hear the need when you're telling your story. Is that what was found in starting Luke's Closet, that there's so much of this happening, somebody needed to help, somebody needed to step in? 
I would call it divine intervention. Mm -hmm. Um, It really was kind of a spark that happened amongst kind of two different groups of women. Susan and her friend Diane um, had been working in supporting foster families in one way. At the same time, myself and two others had been looking at the garage sales and the clothes that our kids have and thinking there's got to be a better way to do this. Mm -hmm. And... um, The five of us were brought together. We call ourselves the founding mothers. And within a week, we started Luke's Closet, um, thanks to the support of uh, St. Luke's Lutheran Church, who houses us, provided space for us. And we started collecting clothes in June of clothing donations in June of 2018. And in July of 2018, we were delivering clothes to families. That's fast. It was fast. And it's not anything that we could have done on our own, um, the path was laid before us, and we just followed it, and it has been one of the best paths I've ever walked down. Mm. If I may add to that, I think this ministry has um, really been built on a foundation of community and partnerships. Our partnership with Dane County has been tremendous because Crucial. they know a lot of the families, whether they are foster families or kinship families, whether they're not even in the formal network within social services, um, they can connect us with these folks that are in need. So that's a, a just like a critically important partnership that we have with Dane County. And then we've reached out and there are churches in the neighborhoods um, around Dane County that have also partnered with us to make pillowcases. They are our drop-off sites because we want to protect the confidentiality of some of these um, families. Mm-hmm. So they'll send us requests and we'll fill the request. We'll put a beautiful bag of clothing together for them in these homemade pillowcases, tie it up with a ribbon, and we'll deliver it to these other churches and uh, pickup sites, and then the families can pick up from there so they can maintain their confidentiality. So it's critically important that we have these partnerships. So in addition to the Dane County Human Services, we have Trinity Lutheran on the east side, we have Evangelical Lutheran in Mount Horeb, and we have Our Savior in Sun Prairie and Memorial Baptist in Verona. Oh, wow. Um, you are reaching out throughout the community. A big network. And yeah. again, we have Girl Scout troops. We have other volunteers in the community dropping off clothes and doing um, clothing drives for us as well. So it's been it's really been heartwarming to feel how this ministry has stretched across the entire community. And where is St. Luke's located? St. Luke's is in downtown Middleton, right next to the public library. Um, and from there, everything kind of branches outwards. And again, the community partnerships are crucial. We couldn't do it without, without them. Let me ask you, before we go any further, if people are listening and they want to give donations of clothes, because obviously we've talked a lot about that. If they want to support with some funding, if they're able to do that, um, or if they just want to learn more about your organization, where's the best place to go? The best place is the website, and that is stlukes-elca.org forward slash lukes-closet. Okay, we'll share that too. We'll Thank be, you. We'll be Thank sure you. to share that yeah. on both our website and on our social media as well. Thank you. Yep. Let me ask both of you: um, What does this feel like to be involved? Mm. <laughs> um, it's energizing. It's rewarding. It's humbling. Um, I will say for myself, um, it's also some amazing stories to share with my children. Um, for example, we were um, 
I was I was called this weekend over Thanksgiving weekend. Um, there was a foster family that um, two kiddos were placed in foster care on um, emergency need. And so the foster mom called the church. I happened to be on duty, and so I got the call um, to come into church to meet the families. Two kiddos who, like Susan said, literally just showed up with the clothes on their back. They had nothing else. And the mom wasn't exact, the foster mom wasn't exactly sure when she would be able to get to the church because it seemed that every time she was running errands, um, the kids would get hungry. No matter how much food um, she had provided them, you know, an hour later they were hungry again. So clearly there was a pent up need for food as well. Um, and so sharing those stories with my children who have a refrigerator full of food, who have a closet <laughs> full of clothes, right. um, has been wonderful for our family as well to give us a different perspective and um, to open our hearts in different ways. And so now um, our kiddos participate in ways that they can in the ministry as well, That's which is wonderful. pretty amazing. And one of the things that we love about this organization is all the different ways um, people can support of all ages and of all abilities. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If you had to tell people listening and they're thinking, what, what can I do right now? What would be those biggest things? Obviously, I mentioned a couple of things, but is there something if people really, you know, sometimes they hear this and they're driven immediately to help. What would that be? What could that be for you? So I'll chime in on one piece first okay. because I have two of our own biological teen boys at yeah. home. <laughs> and so this ministry, I think people often think of younger kiddos. And that yes. that's not necessarily true. The highest population of kids in um, foster care is the 15 and older. That's 32% of the population. So those teens, it's a hard, hard, hard age as you can imagine, uh, leaving their home and being in this situation to go live with a complete stranger. Mm -hmm. I think about my boys, and if they were picked up and put into a complete stranger's home with nothing but the clothes on their back, how traumatic that would be for any age mm -hmm. kiddo. Um, but sticking with the teen concept and needs, um, these kids are big, and they wear adult-sized clothing, but they don't want grandma and grandpa or even my clothing <laughs> donated they no, need they some be in. Yeah, yeah they need some hip stuff mm -hmm. and so any of the logo athletic wear that's in great condition or if you are out shopping and want to buy some new stuff just pick up a new, few new things that would be awesome you know the under armor the nike the joggers all that kind of stuff is yeah. in huge need um so if you're interested in doing that sort of thing or you have some gently used clothing in those sizes um, for teens, both boys and girls would be fantastic. Yeah. It's a huge need. And you have a wish list, which I'm sure includes many of the things you just mentioned, but that is also on your website. It is. Can people actually go to St. Luke's and drop off for Luke's Closet? Is that okay? Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Um, donation hours are 8.30 to 5, Monday through Friday. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Whenever the church is open, there's always a laundry cart ready to accept donations, and we'd love it. In addition to the athletic wear that Susan identified as always a critical need, um, we also always need new socks and new underwear. Um, that, too, um, again, when the kiddos are showing up with nothing, um, new underwear is incredibly helpful. And in, for some of the families 
laundry facilities are difficult to come by. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you can wash underwear after one day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would you say, both of you, makes you so proud of what you've already accomplished with Luke's Closet? I think just believing that um, it's possible and we didn't really do much of anything besides listen to the opportunity and let people help. Um, We really have just been uh, a conduit for that to allow other people to help and reach these folks that really are in need. I would agree, right? The Luke's Closet provides clothes three different ways. So families can um, fill out a request form for their needs and those clothes get, as Susan had mentioned, packed in handmade pillowcases and delivered to the kiddos. They can also come for a personal shopping appointment and shop as well. And then they can come on um, kind of our open house days, our shopping event days. So there are three different ways that families can receive clothes. And when you see the, the team of volunteers that make all of that possible and the families that receive the clothes with such grateful hearts, um, it's like Christmas morning for all yeah. of us, whenever, yeah. whenever something like that happens. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Before we let you go, one more time. Yes. Hopefully everybody grabbed a piece of paper and a pen so they can write down. <laughs> it's not, it's not an easy website, I know. I know. I That's know. why I said we'll be sure to share it. So I know. give us that website one more yeah. time. <laughs> um, the website is St. Luke's, mm-hmm. and it's S-T-L-U-K-E-S-E-L-C-A.org forward slash Luke's dash closet. I know, it's a long one. You know what there I found, is, though? If if you Google Luke's closet, it does come up. Perfect. It mm-hmm. comes to the top. Yep. It, does. Yep. Mm-hmm. it does. And if you're doing something right. We're, <laughs> good, 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 good. And if you're a Facebook user, um, Luke's closet of Dane County is a great way to access us as well. And the website is listed there and they can click. Yeah. Uh, Kim and Susan, volunteers, and of course, Susan, also a foster parent. Thank you. Thank you, Terry. Thank so you, Terry. much for what you're doing. And congratulations yeah. on doing it so quickly. Thank yeah. you. What a great, great thing you are involved in. Thank it's you. Thanks fun. for Thank sharing you. the sharing the information. Oh, so happy to do so. And of course, if you were listening to Giving, Giving Tuesday earlier in the week, uh, you also heard about Luke's Closet being one of our featured nonprofits. Um, you can help, obviously, on that day, but we hope you won't just use any particular day. Go and uh, support when you feel the time is right for you to be able to do that. All right, ladies, thank you so much. Thank you. You are listening to Weekend Perspective.